2: Welcome back to the Oral Health Podcast, where I'm talking to another dentist who is passionate about food. Today I'm talking to Dr. Hussein Shafi, who is documenting his journey as a dentist, as well as starting a YouTube channel in lockdown called The Hungry Dentist, where he shows off his favorite recipes and talks about how important food is to him, as well as dentistry. I learned a lot from talking to Hussein, and I hope you will as well. It really was a brilliant conversation. You want to just start um, just
3: telling me a little bit about yourself? Uh, I was born in Iran and uh, I moved when I was quite young to Sweden to study and uh, study dentistry because I knew what I wanted to be and uh, to be honest with you the reason I wanted to become a dentist was it's funny because when I was a child and obviously, that time uh, there wasn't much of brushing, not um, uh, people didn't have that kind of information that obviously it's very important brushing and flossing and all of this. And I remember that um, I was uh, going to the dentist uh, on a kind of weekly basis. Always I had uh, toothache and problems. So, and then kind of when I was eight, nine, I was thinking that, you know what? I'm gonna become a dentist, at least I have a healthy mouth or healthy teeth. And uh, yes, decided to become a dentist and obviously studied dentistry in Sweden and I moved to UK with my family in 1998. And since then I've been uh, working as a dentist and um, doing implants, I'm implant surgeon, so placing implants. Mm -hmm. restoring implants
2: and you enjoy that you enjoy your job very
3: much yes very much yeah (laughs) i I would do people asking me that what would you do if you wanted kind of start again i would say uh, dentistry and if it wasn't dentistry i would become a chef
2: oh yeah because you do um you do make a lot of cooking videos and um it's quite good and interesting to see um like dentists and other professions post about food like another dental chef was on master chef as well and that's where i kind of started thinking about the link between our oral health and um what we put into our bodies because everything we put in has to pass through the mouth so it is more connected than i think we think on the surface so have you always enjoyed cooking
3: absolutely i used to when i was a kid i used to watch my mom uh, when she was cooking or so and uh, For many years now, I'm uh, cooking, I'm the main person cook at home. (laughs) My kids enjoy very much Uh, Iranian, mainly I do Iranian, Iranian food and uh, the the reason uh, behind the hungry dentist, it was during obviously the lockdown and my daughter suggested, and we started as like a a joke, but uh, I like it and Mm -hmm. uh, I like to show others if they can obviously cook, if they can, uh, important is uh, cook healthy. When I cook, I always think about the nutritions, how obviously healthy those nutritions is. I'm not using much of sugary stuff or fatty stuff in my cooking. I don't use much of red meat, for example, uh, lots of uh, fresh vegetables and fresh fresh herbs. And basically, all the ingredients is fresh. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the the, the research has shown that uh, the nutrients and also vitamins is 40 times more in uh, fresh food than obviously processed uh, foods so mm-hmm. it's really really important for me as well to show others that is how how important it is
2: yeah 100% and so if what's your favorite thing to cook i know you said you like to cook iranian food but what's like your favorite thing to make
3: i think <laughs> i would say uh rice uh, chicken and uh, barberries. One, uh, one of the ingredients that I always use in my uh, cooking is saffron, which saffron has antioxidants, uh, antidepressants, and uh, also improve inflammation and also the aid weight loss, funny mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> so I use a lot of uh, saffron, and uh, I think it gives you a beautiful flavor, and also, is healthy as well?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, like when I cook, I use turmeric for a lot of the same things. Like, and I drink a lot of turmeric tea, and it it apparently is really healthy. But it also is just very like calming. It's quite a nice yes. way to chill out. And yeah, I'm I love cooking as well. So I'm my oh, kitchen okay. always looks crazy over nighttime yeah. <laughs> because all the pans are everywhere. And yeah, yeah but I like it. It's like a, a very creative. Thing for Absolutely. me to to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: Sorry, one of one of the reason I'm I cook, and enjoy cooking is because it makes me relax. And when I'm cooking, I don't think about anything else. And people commenting a lot. Uh, so, yes, to be honest with you, I'm I'm relaxing very much when I'm cooking. And you 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 mentioned turmeric. Mm-hmm. Every single dish I make. The first ingredient is turmeric, because you know that uh, turmeric has got, uh, also is uh, anti-inflammatory, improved brain function, and very, very good for, uh, for example, osteoarthritis. It's lots of uh, people above 50 in in Western countries, we see unfortunately Mm -hmm. suffering from osteoarthritis, osteopenia, and these effects, Obviously, around the teeth as well. For example, lack of K2 vitamin, mm-hmm. its uh, make result is obviously you get a brittle bones and uh, it's not a strong bone. And if you add vitamin, for example, K2, you have a stronger bone and then obviously uh, kind of prevent kind of gum disease. Vitamin K2 has been proven even lots of. Thousands of uh, research showing if you're taking, for example, vitamin K2 with vitamin D3 or so, uh, it's a funny because people actually they don't know. Uh, they, they research showing that you shouldn't take vitamin D on its own and it should, uh, should, you should take vitamin D and K2, but mm-hmm. actually you can take with, uh, vitamin K2 without vitamin D3. And we know, obviously, proven that vitamin D3 is uh, important for the teeth uh, and also bone building, mm-hmm. uh, all, all, all and these effects. And also K- K2 um, give you, kind of give more bone dense, prevent tooth decay, funny enough. And uh, all these, I use very often, the ingredients I use mm-hmm. uh, is I'm always thinking, what should I use that is more uh, kind of health benefit and... Uh, more uh, kind of better for for my mm-hmm. and my family.
2: Yeah, as I mean, the fuel that we put into our bodies it, it affects everything. So I, it makes sense that the mouth and the teeth go through that process as well. Because, like I say, it's the first thing the food hits when it goes into your bodies as it passes through your mouth. At least for the vast majority of people. And so, why then is should we all be taking care with what we eat if it went it, with our oral health? And what should we all be doing? Like, is there some simple things that we can all do? I know there's the standard, cut out sugar and do this, do that. But what, what would kind of be your, your basic advice to people?
3: The, obviously, you know that the, 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 the mouth is, a, is the gateway uh, to health. And uh, if the mouth uh, is not healthy, and it's impossible, absolutely impossible, that you get a a um, kind of healthy body. And mm-hmm. whatever, as you mentioned, whatever we put in in our mouth is affect everything else. Wow. Say, for example, we know that the reason for uh, gum disease, part of obviously brushing, flossing, and uh, all these, uh, it's lack of uh, nutrients, lack of vitamins. As I mentioned, for example, one is K2. Mm-hmm. uh give you bone density uh vitamin c vitamin c contribute to collagen collagen build building also and uh, for example vitamins that uh, prevent um, diabetes for example all these these are affecting obviously gum uh, soft tissue and uh, bone and uh, we know for fact more and more research showing that the bacteria in, in gum disease uh, contribute to heart disease, has got a direct link, even um, immature uh, childbirth, and uh, all this, obviously, it's very, very important what we eat and uh, what what we put in our mouth.
2: And out of all of your, um, your videos, if, like you say, with the turmeric and the saffron, a few ingredients come up of like a fair, a fair amount. So I would imagine then that that's because they do have like oral health benefits. So things like yogurts and, and garlic and eggs and, and these kind of staple ingredients. But what other kind of oral health benefits that things like garlic and eggs and yogurts, that, what can they provide?
3: Uh, for example, garlic, you mentioned garlic is, is uh, antioxidant. And antioxidant is important for the obviously gum. Then it has got the vitamin B6, C, vitamin C, fiber, and these are important obviously for health benefits. And uh, onion you mentioned as well. Um, it's supporting heart uh, health, bone health, and uh, and also it's antibacterial as well. So the garlic is the same uh, the same as antibacterial. So it's, it's it's really important. For example, ginger as well the same uh, antioxidant um, help body um, uh, fight against kind of chronic uh, disease like uh, blood pressure, heart disease, all these. Mm-hmm. So uh, as as you as as uh, you see in my videos, most of the ingredients has got um, Type of uh, benefits and nutrients that is very very important for uh, for our body, and uh, all of them are fresh. You know that herbs and vegetables, all these. And unfortunately, when people they don't realize it, and um, apart of obviously smoking and brushing and everything, and there is no proper diets and nutrients, they losing the teeth, and when you lose the teeth, you can't chew properly, and then you swallow. Then you end up with a digestion problem and you're going on a medication, side effects, another medication, another, another, and then you be, obviously your body become very, very unhealthy. And I see every day my patients and coming in, they don't have a teeth or they have a teeth just in front teeth and the back teeth are not important for them because nobody see them. But I, I try to explain that this is the function, is not aesthetic function, you need your molar, uh, to be able to chew properly and digest properly. So, um, and most of them, they don't have teeth or missing lots of teeth. They have a lots of health issue as well.
2: well with um, If someone is missing a lot of teeth then, do they generally have to go to like a soft food diet and then healthy? I'm trying to think like if you can't crunch, like a lot of vegetables and fruits are very crunchy, what, what then you could replace with that? Cause smoothies are packed with sugar. And so things like soups, I guess, things that are like nutritious, but not crunchy.
3: (laughs) uh, Yeah, absolutely. Because obviously it's it's important that we eating crunchy stuff, eating crunchy food, uh, eating nuts, for example, because it's good for teeth that they can obviously grind. So uh, yes, if they don't have a teeth, so many teeth missing in their mouth, the, the obvious thing is they need to switch to something soft, for example, um pie, mm, kind of pasta, soft food, soup as you said, or mm, sausages, those, those, that that soft cheese, sandy is very soft. So first of all, they are not nutrition and also it's not enjoyable because they have no choice.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I see the health benefit is very is is it, it, funny because I had a patient uh, two, three years ago, he is around 76, 77. He came to me without any teeth, not even a single tooth in his mouth. And he was coming with a crutcher, and he couldn't walk, his wife holding his arm, and he was very, very unhealthy. He couldn't breathe sitting in my chairs, hardly could breathe or so. And then we discussed what we need to do. And then I suggested we placing some implant in upper and lower jaw, and then we give him fixed teeth. Uh, so we started the treatment, and it took nearly five to six months to finish. And uh, obviously when I finish a treatment, I see the patients a few weeks later to see how they do. So, and then he came back a month later, believe me or not, he was absolutely a changed mind. And honestly, he looked years younger. And then he sat down and then I said, oh, uh, how are you? And he said, I'm great. And he said that I need to make you complain. I said, oh my God. Okay, tell me what's the problem? He said, everything's great, but my kids, they don't want to take me to restaurants. I said, why? Because I choose the most expensive steaks and cost them 40 pounds uh, per my meal. But before I had teeth, they used to take me to restaurant and I had a mash and potato or something, and it cost five five pounds. This is my complaint. I said oh that's, that is a great. Uh, that's a
2: good complaint. He just wants to enjoy his dinner. Leave him to
3: it. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, so teeth are important.
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, that's
3: a nice story, that's a nice story. I mean, I, honestly, I see them uh, daily basis. When they get teeth, they eat better, they switch to healthier food as well because they get confidence, they go to restaurants and eat healthy food, they start cooking or so, but when they don't have a teeth, they don't go to restaurant or they don't use fresh, as you said, crunchy vegetables or so, then everything deteriorating their their health and everything else. But when they get the teeth, suddenly they become a different person, mm-hmm. and we see them every day. All this is the one of the reasons I wanted to become a dentist because the satisfaction is absolutely amazing.
2: And mm-hmm. see
3: people obviously uh, smiling and uh, enjoying what we do for them.
2: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's a lot of work for a, a very good reward. Absolutely,
3: and I still think. People, uh, we need to educate more people more and more and more that important the teeth, even a single tooth is very important because you're missing a single tooth, you're thinking is not important, but it is important because when the tooth missing, other teeth starts uh, getting effect of that missing tooth and it start tilting towards the front or back uh, tooth and uh, causing food trap and everything else in the neighboring tooth. And then obviously a tooth missing, the opposing tooth starts dropping out from the gum, I mean over, obviously over erupting. And one by one you're losing, because you're losing one tooth, few years later become another tooth or so, and then you end up several teeth. And then when they come in to me and says, do you know what? Don't worry about my back teeth, because nobody see them. It's important, it's absolutely important. They need to know that obviously back teeth are even more important my opinion, obviously the front teeth, but obviously front teeth, you need to um, bite and then chew. Um, uh, then educate people obviously about oral health, the, how they clean, how they obviously look after their teeth so that they're not gonna lose uh, lose teeth because dentistry has changed dramatically compared with, I don't know, 30, 40 years, because obviously people patients complaining that, oh, that dentist wasn't great 40 years ago when I was a kid and I'm scared now, I um, I don't like dentists. So there are different techniques these days, and it's not 40, 50 years ago.
2: Yeah, that's actually, it's very similar to, um, I spoke to a dental nurse earlier in the week, and she said she faces the same thing of um, older patients who are just petrified, and it's often because when they were children, it was just a completely different experience going to the dentist, and that takes a long time to to change I guess it's like anything if you have one bad experience with something you're quite hesitant to to do it again but yeah it's your health you've got to to take care of it
3: absolutely you are yeah. right yeah
2: it's always really nice to talk to people that are passionate about what they do absolutely I think yeah. as,
3: as, as I mentioned it if you put your heart in anything and you are passionate about something it's always the result is great mm-hmm. I love entry. And the majority of my patients are very, very grateful. Uh, they like me a lot and I enjoy, and they love to come to see me. And yes, some of them are nervous, as you just mentioned, one of the dental nurse was saying, and then they come to me and they start knowing me. So the first, because obviously I do uh, sedation as well for nervous, nervous patients and they come and then first visit, so if you're doing a, a surgery, then we do, I do sedation, then start trusting me and then they gain trust. And then after a second or third visit, they don't need sedation. Somebody that really, really was scared because they see that uh, I care about them. And the same as, as cooking. I'm really passionate about cooking and then uh, the result become nice as well. The, the, the dish I produce and create always tastes nice. Uh, another another uh, funny story I'm, I'm telling you, a few years ago, my daughter was um, quite little and uh, in her school, they had international days and they were saying that if somebody can cook in your family, we can um, obviously invite them, that they can cook for us. And then my daughter, as soon as they said, OK, oh, yeah, my dad is a good chef. So, OK. And then she came home, says "Dad, I booked you in for next Friday that you cook in school. I said, what, how can you do that? Because it's not for five people. I'm normally cooking maximum five, 10 people. So when a guest comes, he says, no, I can't change uh, uh, the date. And I can't tell them that you don't cook. I said, okay. I was a bit uh, nervous, obviously. And I prepared, I emailed them what they want. And I suggested uh, I will do, uh, rice, saffron rice with barberries, pistachio, and chicken dish. I said, "Okay, that's fine." And I had a dessert, uh, rice pudding as well, Iranian rice pudding with saffron. So I went there, and because I was a bit worried, and I asked my brother. And funny, my brother is a dentist as well, and then he said uh, he is passionate about cooking. I said, "Please, I beg you, come and help me because I cannot cook." And the day before, I ask email schools how many people I need to cook they said 340 people so (laughs) I went there and I cooked obviously we had two people um, there helped us as well you can't believe it we cooked for 340 plus staff and amazing and all the children loved it twice they were eating or so and uh, yeah because I believe that I can do it, I can achieve it. I can. Uh, so we cooked for nearly 370 people, uh, 340 plus t- 30 staff, and everybody enjoyed.
2: <laughs> amazing. I don't know what I would do if one of my children came home and were like, well, guess what? You're cooking for 300 people tomorrow and get in the kitchen. <laughs> I'd be like, right, no. <laughs> Why go to Tesco's? We'll get some ready meals, we'll sort it out. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! I better not tell my family that because I'll uh, give them ideas. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been really nice to to sit and chat to you, and I'll I'll leave you to get on um with the rest of your day. But yeah, it's been fantastic.
3: Thank you very much. Lovely to see you, and uh, hope uh, we can catch up again and talk again.
2: Absolutely, yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Thank you
3: very much. See you.
2: There you are. That was Dr. Hussein Shafi sharing some brilliant stories there. And if you want to follow him on YouTube and Instagram, I'll link all of his information in the description of this podcast. Likewise, if you want to learn more about National Smile Month, follow at Smile Month on Twitter, on Facebook search National Smile Month and on Instagram we are at Oral Health Foundation. You can also go to www.smilemonth.org for all information about the campaign. If you want some more bespoke or health advice, our helpline are more than happy to help you. All of their information, likewise, will be in the description of this podcast. Thank you, Hussein, for joining me, and thank you to you for listening.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.